was a kid, there was a place. A dark place. They closed it down and let it rot. But the things that lived there... They come back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics. And today we're going to be reviewing Dr. Sleep. My name is Christian, and I'm joined by Devin, as always. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. How about you? I'm uh, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I, I've, uh, I saw two horror films today, uh, Midsummer earlier today, and Doctor Sleep. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll. You know, it's a big, yeah, it's a big step in the right direction for you. Yeah, man, it's, it's ba- baby steps. You know, with Get Out and um, you know, Quiet Place. I felt like I was ready for the big leagues. So I went to go see Doctor Sleep, and I was like, you know what, this, this isn't bad at all, and I actually really enjoyed it. But before we get into today's uh, review, you can listen to this review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Anchor, as well as a few others. I'll link in the description. Um, and let me just get into the synopsis here really quick. So here's following the events of The Shining. Uh, a now adult Dan Torrance uh, meets a young girl with similar powers as he tries to protect her from a cult unknown um, cult known, excuse me, as the true knot who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Directed. I never, by... I never heard the name of the cult in the movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't did think they I ever did mentioned that. Um, <clears throat> I don't believe so. To be completely honest, not that I can recall. Uh, the runtime for this uh film is two hours and thirty one minutes. Uh, so it's like a drama slash fantasy. I wouldn't really say horror. I would say more of suspense, but you know, uh, whatever floats your boat. Uh, it's definitely got some horror aspects. Maybe yeah, the naked old lady. Yeah, the naked old. She looks like an old clay lady. It's really weird. Uh, this was directed by Mike uh, Flanagan and uh, writer Stephen King, of course, based on the novel. And Mike Flanagan, who wrote the screenplay for this, and stars Ewan McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Kaylee Curran, and so on and so forth. Just to name a few, so um, I guess we'll start off with uh, your, your initial thoughts on the uh, on on the movie overall, or like the trailer right before you uh, saw the movie. I was pretty much like excited as soon as I saw the trailer because I saw that it was being written and directed by Mike Flanagan. He's the same one that that wrote and directed Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. And I recently binged that first season, and it's one of the best Netflix shows, and also just one of the best. First seasons of a show I've ever seen. So really, hmm. I'll yeah. definitely have to check that out. I, I implore you to watch it. <laughs> I implore so you. No, you're gonna watch this right after this review. <laughs> but, so, yeah, um, he's like he's like a, a rising star in the horror genre. So it's hmm. good to see him continue his success. Kind of like uh, Ari Aster, maybe. Yeah, and and Jordan Peele. Yeah, a lot and, of talent in the horror. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I still haven't seen Us, but eventually one day I will. Just not today. But uh, I would have to agree with you there. Um, you know, when I first saw uh, the Doctor Sleep trailer and I saw Ewan McGregor, I was like, okay, you know, this could definitely be pretty good. Um, I've never seen The Shining uh, myself, just to let everybody else know out there. Um, I know what happens, um, bits and parts, but I've never sat down and watched it um, all the way through. So this was a new experience for me. 
um the runtime you know two hours and 31 minutes but um i i think it was um i think it was very well paced and i was kind of interested to see and i um and i didn't know there was a sequel to the shining uh novel so that was a uh, pretty interesting um for me at least but um yeah i, I was i didn't know there was either until i saw the trailer yeah i was like i mean you know he has so many novels and sometimes it's so hard to keep up with but it seems that everybody is you know adapting his um you know his novel this nowadays. is the year of stephen king there's been like so many movies it really has man it's i mean it was in the tall grass or whatever it is like yeah Netflix. there's in the tall grass it chapter two um pet cemetery oh yeah this there's huh. so many he's he's, he's it's getting that bank this year. He really is. I, I do know that Stephen King is not a big fan of the Shining adaptation on um, on film, but yeah, I mean, he he hated the Stanley Kubrick Shining adaptation because he took some liberties and didn't go directly what his book was was representing. Well, I mean, which so, is fine, but so they had to like convince him for this movie to make it a direct sequel to that movie mm. because that's what what flowed the best as far as making the movie out of the book so they had to convince him and he agreed thankfully oh yeah that that is very very nice of him to let other people uh, use his properties to make into films because sometimes you know what, what i've learned is that you know uh, these uh books don't everything in a book does not automatically transition well onto a screen and that's especially something... with stephen king because he gets really he gets really wild and he gets out there he really does man stuff. his books are so thick and it's like it's so detailed and you know how, how how can you possibly fit that all in even to a two and a half hour movie you know yeah definitely um not easy yeah it's it's insane but um so i guess i will um just overall i guess we'll just start off with more of the uh non-spoiler section then move on to the spoiler section we'll let you guys know but um what were your initial uh well i guess well, what were your thoughts after you saw the movie did you see this in dolby or no i did Ooh, i saw it in a normal yeah. theater right up the I street had to from make me. the trek i wasn't willing to make the trek because i only had 30 minutes when i texted you i was like yo dr sleep starts in like 30 minutes and i was over by uh target and i was like you know what let's just go ahead and do this bad boy so yeah and i literally just left the house after watching midsummer so it's been a pretty big day for me so far, but yeah, um, I'm definitely have to uh, agree with you there. This um, it looked interesting, and I, you know, I wanted to know what it was about, and you know, watching it, it was just um, it kind of reminded me of like you know, yeah, like they have these powers, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of X Men, in a way, or just yeah, I can see that, just like you know, them having superpowers in um, you know, overall. So it's it, it that was pretty cool, and I kind of like how they. You know, um, during the beginning of the movie, kind of covered what really happens during The Shining, and then moving forward for those who weren't, um, you know, acclimated to the story. I also like how they kept it vague as far as what the powers were, because different people had different shinings. I guess you could say. Yeah, it's like this little light. It's not like it's not like a definition that you can use to describe it. It's just different for different people. Right, and some some powers seem more similar than others, but. Um, especially with that 15 year old girl i think she had like the power to like i guess it was to control people's actions every single time she spoke yeah so it was she that. kept stealing dude she kept stealing pedophiles money at the theater that was pretty good 
she like left those little quote unquote snake marks. And yeah. I guess we're just getting into spoilers, which is totally fine. So spoiler warning from here on out, folks. Um, when we're talking about the doctor sleep, but yeah, that 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 part was pretty cool. Um, I think my favorite part was like just just the telepathic com- communications um between uh danny and um oh my gosh what was her name abra it's such a cool name how can you forget it's like the coolest name i've heard in a movie yeah abra stone abra stone it's a name so and, cool. and a pokemon so yeah it has the same type powers as the pokemon so pretty it's much it was like a it was like a 11 but on like steroids with her powers yeah. it was pretty insane but i really did enjoy like the top you know the telekinetic um conversations that they um had it just made it sound very real and they didn't this movie didn't seem cheesy at all you know this is about you know danny torrance who's pretty much kind of down on his luck um during the beginning of the movie you know he's an alcoholic alcoholic, drug addict yeah having sex with weird ladies and throwing up on them throwing up on him and then leaving the child in the bed right next to him and trying to steal her money yeah (laughs) His uh, better conscience. So that that black guy was he in The Shining? I believe so. Okay, okay, that makes more sense because I was actually like, I haven't seen it in a while either. Hmm. Yeah, I I really did enjoy the villains. Um, but it did feel like they came out of nowhere though. That was my one little concern about it. Yeah. Um, you know, during the very beginning when they they steal that uh, girl Violet, who, you know, her her shine is bright as the stars above or whatever you want to call and then you know her her mom's like oh you know don't venture her out too far and then she just like walks straight to this girl this lady it's, it was so creepy seeing them like all come out of the woods one by one and then just start walking towards it's yeah so creepy. i was like i kept switching back she's like oh don't pay attention to them i'm like what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean not paying attention to them it's like no, nah, they're they're growing in numbers now. Yeah, but yeah, to me, uh, Rose Rose of the Hat definitely stole the show. Rebecca Ferguson's main villain character. I agree. She was just she was just so menacing and evil, and like every time she was on the screen, you could just tell something was was gonna go weird or random. I totally agree there, man. It is, um, yeah. I I liked how you know with her and uh, her interactions with Abra were really cool you know them trying to get playing mind games and trying to get into each other's minds to dig up uh information and um especially with uh ferguson's character she was very obviously she was the leader of the group but you know she just seemed more ups more obsessed than most with finding uh children who shine um you know who have the x gene <laughs> i <Basically>. guess she <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I'm like, this this seems so much like X Men, you know. And when when they finally go back to The Shining, I think that was one of my favorite parts. But honestly, I think my favorite part of the movie is when they're doing the shootout. Oh yeah, in the that woods. Was a cool part. Yeah, that was pretty. Definitely sweet. Didn't expect a shootout in a movie like this. Shit, they were picking off people left and right, man. Did you see that? I was like, and then at the oh. end, when our when our good buddy Billy. She, right, she's babe. about to die and she goes kill yourself just i like, was like no i actually i actually didn't see that coming it was actually pretty pretty well executed yeah there was actually a lot of things in here i did not see coming i think my other favorite um <laughs> uh we'll see in the movies when you know danny's a little kid and he goes to the bathroom and that like ugly clay ladies in there 
And yeah. he just walks in and she steps out. It's like, are you guys gonna like make a transaction or something? Is that he's like, it I, like, I own this. I own this bitch now. Yeah, he closes closes the door. He hears he screams and he walks back out. Comes sit back down on the couch with his mom. She's like, you're okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, yo, what is this girl? I mean, what is this guy doing right now? He's just, you know, locking up all these monsters inside of these boxes. I guess you know they're just locked deep in his subconscious. Yeah. But um, it was pretty cool how they all kind of uh, were let out at once. And um, RIP to Rebecca Ferguson's character. Yeah. So that was kind of, that was pretty sweet. You know, I kind of swarmed around. I was like, oh, man. I'm like, what's going to happen once they're done? And then they all looked at him and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It was also, like, really gory. Like, some of the parts, like, when she gets her hands stuck in that file cabinet. Yeah. That was disgusting. That was insane, And dude. then when he gets stabbed in the leg and she keeps, like, pushing into it. Whew. Yeah. There definitely was a few scenes in there that had a lot of blood and gore. But um, all for not, it wasn't really that many. It wasn't, like, I was expecting a lot more, to be completely honest with you. But, you know, that happens the way it does yeah they didn't they didn't overuse it and the one the times they did use it it was effective right and then um um what's his face from good boys is in this movie his character dies yeah. fairly quickly uh, but i definitely didn't know he was in it and i and i heard that he was in it and i, I totally forgot that he was when i went to go see it our buddy and, jacob tremblay jacob tremblay the good boy himself he did a really good job for the small part that he had yeah it's interesting to see him play a role where he gets killed miserably yeah i was like okay you were literally showing us the murder of a child on screen right now that's 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 totally normal you know what i mean pretty brutal it's very very brutal <laughs> but um man um did you have any uh, issues with the movie overall like i know we've been talking a lot about you know the good stuff and i like mentioned one earlier but uh did you have any other gripes yeah i had a couple small things one of them being that the rest of the evil villain crew just really didn't matter at all they were kind of just there like the one grandpa guy, he looked creepy, but then there were like three or four other people that were just there and just stood in the background. Yeah. I, I understand they can't really get any background, but they didn't just they didn't really do anything. Yeah, I wish we wanna went a little bit more of in depth into their background, especially with the uh the grandpa or the great uh uncle when, you know, he's been feeding off of these uh shining uh kids for so long. But, you know, um, Rebecca Ferguson's character is like, you know, eat well and live long when she turns the, um, what's her name, Snake Bites or something like that. Um, when she turns the, the 15-year-old girl um, into yeah, one of them. Snake Bite Andy. Snake Bite Andy, yeah. Craziest thing ever. But I'm like, hey, it works, you know? So, oh well. But I really, I'd say the, the one other big gripe I have is when they were doing flashbacks to the original movie and like original parts of the the first movie they they weren't able to get the original actors and the ones they got didn't really look like what they were supposed to look like yeah i totally agree man like I... jack jack nicholson was supposed to be the one that was the bartender and i mean he looked okay but just didn't look like jack nicholson was that the same guy in the shining who like broke the door and was like looking through yeah is that the same okay that's what i thought it was the yeah same it's guy. uh it's danny's dad okay okay my god and then the, gotcha. mo the mom in the beginning looked nothing like the actor from the shining oh really i kind of yeah, figured I'll that i'll show you a picture oh got some pictures coming in here ladies and gentlemen so that'll be like fun. she has she has a very distinct look. oh yeah i see definitely very very and, distinct and it looks nothing nothing like, the one like they that got. 
and clearly, you know, they can't get they can't get the same kid. <laughs> can't get the same kid. It's like, yeah, is that kid still available? I think he's grown up by now. So yeah. So yeah, it was it was definitely cool getting those characters in the movie, but it really took me out of it seeing that they didn't look anything like they were supposed to. I got you, I got you. And see, and that's the difference between me and you. You know, I've never seen uh the shining all the way through and you have, so you know, you have a little bit more of an emotional connection tie. Uh, to this movie overall but um yeah i don't think i have too many um other gripes other than the ones that i mentioned and um definitely the ones that you mentioned um i think that this movie really speaks volumes i think it was um man what am i i i just think i think it was a good time overall you know i think a lot more i do think it was a tad too long a tad too long yeah it's kind of dragged for like in the beginning it kind of dragged a little right right yeah it, it it kind of did but like i i really like the pacing of the movie so i didn't mind as much and i think i only checked my watch once only because my apple watch was like blowing up with all of these uh facebook messengers from uh, the cinemania squad so i had to put that on silent but um other than that you know i i really do like how everything pretty much came back together and the um it was a really cool final showdown yeah, it really was, you know, with um, Danny's character essentially um, giving up his life, you know, to be with his mother. Because his mother died in The Shining, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I kind of figured. But I really like the transition when, you know, he's, been, he's, he's in the boiler room and, you know, she's like holding him as like an adult. And then it kind of pans back. And then he's like a kid again. I was like, oh, that's really nice. They can. Oh, wait, no, I don't, I don't think she died. She was in the beginning of this movie and I was like after the shining oh that's right that's right she was after the shining sorry i don't i don't know why that then but i really did like how they tackled this alcoholism for sure yeah and it being him like using alcohol to suppress the shining because he didn't want to have to deal with his past it's the light of mine <laughs> i'm gonna let it shine yeah, I, I definitely do agree with that. Sorry about that. That was a little weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it was, um, you know, and it wasn't like it was more of a struggle for him, you know, when when he seeks help from his friend who, you know, gives him the new place to live. And, you know, he almost takes a drink a few times, but he stops himself because, um, you know, throughout the movie, he uh, becomes eight years sober. So that was I think that was a nice little message there as well. Um, but was there anything else you wanted to uh, touch on before we uh, wrap up here? I think that's it. All right. I really, I'll, I really liked the uh, the the song, the main theme song that was in the trailer. Yeah, it was very haunting, it, wasn't it? Kind of. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that I tried to find it on Spotify, but I couldn't find like a quality version of it. Yeah, it's so hard sometimes. It kind of reminded me of the score from the Joker a little bit. You know, just a eerie enough to where you know it's making a huge effect on what's happening on screen so um what would you get this movie out of 100 um something like a solid 78 okay it's not perfect or anything or not not great but definitely a good movie okay i was actually gonna go with an uh 80 but i think i'll just bump it up to an 81 just to say good job team to everyone who was involved um, nowhere near as a perfect movie, but it definitely kept me interested throughout the entire time. I was very entertained, and I somewhat felt attached to these characters, especially you know, um, uh, Ewan McGregor playing as Dan, Tor- an older version of Dan Torrance, you know. So, man, uh, un- unlike um, Gemini Man, this movie did not make me want to fall asleep. 
man, oh man, don't get <laughs> Maybe that started. movie could have been called Dr. Sleep. <laughs> Dr. Snooze. You know. I'm kind of curious as to why they didn't release it a little earlier, because it's like kind of a perfect Halloween movie. Yeah, and um, I was talking to Dwayne about this over at um, on Cinemania World, that you know a lot of these horror films, excuse me, or suspense thrillers, normally come out throughout the rest of the year. It's not just in October, but you know, my thing is, you know, at least like start releasing them in like September if you really want to, you know. But I yeah, guess yeah, especially for this case, I think it's like a week after Halloween. Like you really couldn't push it up a week or two. Honestly, though. But hey, it kind of saved our, um, you know, our skins for what's coming out this week, you know, with uh, Ring of Fire and uh, I, God knows who, what else, I really don't know. Um, it, it was between this and Motherless Brooklyn for me, and I'm, I'm really glad I went to go see Dr. Sleep instead. But um, I believe that's just going to be the end of our uh, review of Dr. Sleep, everyone. Uh, thank you for coming on, as always, Devin. And everyone listening at home, uh, let us know uh, your favorite parts of Dr. Sleep. Um, you know, I'm going to uplo- upload this to uh, YouTube. You can listen to us um, here on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. So, um, you know, we're, we're pretty much all over the place. And um, I believe our next review will be uh, midsummer, just because um, I know it's a little bit later, but it's never too late to talk about Florence Pugh. So that's, that's not, not pug. I, I swear, dude, I thought it was pug for the longest time. I was like, oh, you guys heard Florence pug? Because like w- looking at it, you know, it looks like it wa- it would be pronounced that way because it's like pug. But I don't know, man. For I'm I'm kind of glad. It's, like I didn't like go out like public public and say that because a lot of my um, you know reactions and stuff have been on Twitter so you know people just kind of hear what they want to hear they don't hear me saying pug um, but yes Florence Pugh yes yes so we'll probably review that next um, just to kind of celebrate you know I I saw Midsummer and. Uh, uh, we we have a lot to say about the matter, but anyway, uh, thank you uh, for everyone tuning in uh, to uh, this film optics review. Uh, just keep a lookout for our um, midsummer review. We're gonna try to start uploading these on. Um, start getting a little bit of a schedule going. Start uploading these on Sunday, even though we are recording this on a Saturday. So I believe Doctor Sleep and Midsummer will be up for sunday and then from there on out we'll be moving onwards so yeah uh thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you all in the next one peace